I love you, Ladybug. You're the best part of me. I love you. Here's a hug. Now, let's go climb that tree. Welcome, friends, to another edition of Conversations with Sheila, where our goal is to create a safe container for connection and community based on thought-provoking poetry, prompts, and conversations that reveal inner wisdom, move us into greater integrity, and help us live more fully and authentically from our highest values. John, today our topic is pressure. Mm. Nobody likes pressure, right? Nope. Life is all about being comfortable, right? A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand, exactly. A thousand percent. Well, a few days ago, I woke up and I wrote this. It's called Thank You for the Pressure. Thank you for the pressure that helps me to grow far beyond what I could see or what I've ever known. Though I don't like to hurt, I will stand through the pain, letting go of my need for control, trusting for the gold I will gain. As I practice the truth that I am loved and I'm enough, that no matter what happens, I can breathe deep and trust that the pain will soon pass and in its wake, I will find my stronger, purer self and a stiller, calmer mind that once would have panicked at the threat of the hurt, but now can hardly be bothered now that I know who I am and all I'm worth. I can withstand the pressure, for it helps me to find the magnificence of the view on top of this mountain I find I have climbed. I don't like pressure. Say more. What what inspired this poem? <laughs> uh, that actually my perspective has shifted on that, but always in the past, I've been so so typical. You know, I I, I just I want to be comfortable. Mm. I, I, I want life to be easy. I, I don't want to hurt all of those things. Um, and recently, I have come to understand that, in fact, when I face a situation and I take responsibility for myself within the situation, I, I'm coming to love the pressure, John, because what I see is how it refines me. It gives me the opportunity to like see myself in a way I wasn't able to see myself before. Mm. Right. And it's not necessarily comfortable. I never said it was comfortable mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean I like it, but I've, I've finally great, gratefully come to this place where I can like sit in the discomfort and sometimes I complain about it for a little bit first mm. and it takes me a while to adjust. And then I say, okay, why does this hurt? Mm. 
is this in fact a situation that's bad for me Mm -hmm. that I need to extricate myself from? Do I need to remove myself from this situation? Or, and regardless, what can I learn from it? Mm -hmm. What is it teaching me? What is it showing me about who I am, how I'm showing up, what I believe, what I believe about the world, what I believe about myself, what I believe to be true about how to be a human being, how to be, you know, how to be a woman, whatever part of my identity, what is it that's being pressed upon Mm. that that it makes me uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And how am I going to let it change me? Mm. So your your podcast is all about perspective maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. It's that. It's that thing. It's the pain. It's the hurt. It's the pressure that gets us to to consider why we think what we think, do what we do, and how am I going to change it? Mm. It's so interesting because I think it's. I think it's so unlikely that without pressure, we would have much motivation to grow or to change or to be a better version of ourselves or to learn in a certain sense. Like there are people who are quite driven, maybe they're ambitious and maybe they are diligent and they enjoy learning. But I think when it comes down to, as you were speaking, and I'm looking at the poem as well, I'm as you were speaking, it really made me think that usually there's a, some kind of an a underdevelopment on our side. When that happens, we either allow or invite in something that then um, is be- becomes a pressure or is um, then going to cause us to need to grow. Now, sometimes things happen to us without us inviting that. So it's a whole different thing. But there is a certain, I'm thinking about in my life, there was a period of time I was in my teens where I just didn't really want to know what was going on in the world. I had so much other stuff going on in my head that it wasn't important to me. And my brother says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Um, I want you to know what's going on around the world. So he pressured me a lot to be somebody who read world news and things like that. And then he would almost like shame me when I didn't know something. And I was so annoyed at that at that time. But I realized that I had an insufficiency in or in being at a healthy place where I could be somebody who wanted to keep learning. I was in a backslidden kind of uh, state. And my brother was just trying to wake me up to be at a healthy state where I can see life and want to learn and be curious and be healthy and be um, this person who wants to absorb knowledge and to have experiences and make mistakes and, and all these things. But the, um, the, the, the laziness inside of us that, that enjoys comfort or the fear that is inside of us that enjoys comfort, does not want to experience pressure, doesn't really want to go through growth. Well, that then causes us to stay stagnant for a long time until we think it's, we realize it's too late or we spend too much time doing that. So I really love the title of this poem because it, you didn't say, why the pressure? You didn't say, because of the pressure. It was, thank you for the pressure. And I, I just, I took so much away from that. That's pretty cool. 
so I want to I want to take it deeper and I want to I, I want to expand the conversation because along with this, I do believe is a sense of for myself. Okay, I have experienced so much woundedness mm. in the course of my life. And, and and again, for much of my life, I I was not I was not in a position to say thank you for the pressure because I was in a position of, oh my God, how mm. am I going to survive this? Totally, totally. Okay. And and that is a different kind of thing. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to gloss over that. No, no. Because that is a that's a when you're in that place then you're you're still in a place where you can learn from that from the pressure but i believe that it's it's the self-care yes the lesson is is how do i where do i find my help Mm -hmm. where do i find the support how can i shift my life circumstance how can i change my circumstances sure at that point, it's not about how can I change me, but it is about how can I, what is it I need to heal? How can I expand beyond the resources I have? Because I'm dying here. Mm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's like, I'm feeling, I'm seeing, I'm imagining the pressure of, and I think we've talked about this, you know, when, uh, oh, it was a different conversation, somebody else, sorry, but when a lifeguard doesn't want to jump into the water, when the person is sure that they're drowning and they're struggling because that's like actually the worst possible situation to try to save someone in totally because the panicked person is likely to take down whoever is trying to save them correct so so that's a real that's a hard dynamic yes and what so what i'm coming to is a place where gratefully i have had the space i've had the privilege to have the space and the resources Mm. to to calm that area of my life Mm -hmm. to the point where the pressure has restructured me see that's what pressure does is it restructures us Mm -hmm. when we come when we come through survival to the place where we're 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 now structured enough that we can handle a little bit more pressure Mm-hmm. And the pressure just, you know, and it, and it doesn't happen all, for me. I can't handle it all the time. No. So the cool, yeah, the cool thing is I am a different, at a different place and I can like, I'm like, but I see myself choosing, right? I'm like, ooh, this pressure is uncomfortable. Ooh, but I see how it's going to be good for me. Yeah. As opposed to this is just baloney. Yep. And I'm taking my sandwich somewhere else. Yes, <laughs> totally. And it's that I think is the beauty of the poem. And for those who are listening, they may be at a place where they're not yet able to be thankful for the pressure right. yet. Right. And I don't think we need to rush that per se. I don't think like this is one of those things where when you're ready, you're ready. When a person is ready to feel thankful for the pressure, then it comes. There is no forcing it. There is no rushing it. It's such an emotional journey to go through. What brought you 
from a place of perhaps resentment or bitterness for the, to the pressure um, to a place of being thankful for the pressure? Wow. What a question. Um, time, grace. So just having space. Mm. But I think in terms of processing, John, I think truly, so it's, it's the development of self-awareness, but it comes down to forgiveness. Mm. It comes down to for, oh boy. Okay, John, it comes down to forgiving myself. So first I have to go through the, the processes of forgiving the people outside of me that I've been blaming. Yep. You know, okay, I, I'm externalizing the mm -hmm. cause of my mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. But when I got to the place of forgiving myself mm. for either putting myself in those situations, behaving the way I behaved, abandoning myself, um, allowing those things to continue, not being able to do any better, when I could get to the place of grace and forgiveness for myself, then I could begin to have compassion for myself, for who I was accepting. I did the best I could mm. at the time. Yes. Wow. And without that, then there's just blame and there's anger and there's resentment. And of course, it's actually, for me, it's me blaming me first, but that's very, talk about uncomfortable. Can't, <laughs> unconsciously, we just, we're just not gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna project and externalize. Totally. Onto the other people in the circumstance. Yes. And there's nothing to be grateful for in that. So um, for me, that was the huge uh, per change of perspective. The shift mm. of perspective is I forgive, I forgive myself for not being able to do any better than I could do. Yeah. It seems so ironic to me, but I do it all the time that I am so okay with the discomfort of blaming myself or hating myself because that's not comfortable either right i'm so okay with that discomfort but i'm less okay with the discomfort that comes from growth which is very ironic because both have discomfort and yet one feels a little bit easier to be in or perhaps it feels more comfortable or because I don't really value myself, I let myself speak to myself in a certain sense. There's a part in the poem where you say, I am loved, I am enough, and no matter what happens, I can breathe deep and I can trust. There's a certain level of self-appreciation that is there. And when I don't have that, it's very easy for me to go into the self-hatred part of things which then is something that I'm comfortable with or, or I'm, I'm, I normalize, even though it's uncomfortable. 
But there's something that stood out to me while you were reading the poem in the very beginning, which is that when we are solid enough on the inside, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside. And when we're solid enough on the inside, come on, pressure, let's go. Round 10, you know, bring it on. There's a certain level of resilience and grit and almost appreciation for the chance to grow because we see stagnation as the worst possible state to be in. And although there is a discomfort, there is the larger, uh, better life on the other side waiting for us, a wholer self that we can experience, a more complete person that we can share others with. I love who I am after my pressure and after the growth, because I'm sharing that with other people. I'm not sharing the lesser version of that, of myself with other people. Had I not gone through the pressure, I would be sharing the lesser version of myself. So every time I go through pressure, it reminds me a of what I'm capable of going through and how much crap I'm able to endure, which, you know, it's, it's both a double-edged sword. So I'm sure we can talk about that at another time. B, also then be this person that I can be proud of myself and I can be proud to show myself feeling enough is as much of a cycle as feeling not enough. We're used to the cycle of feeling not enough and it's a vicious cycle. I don't know what to call a positive cycle. Maybe we'll call it a victory cycle where we feel enough and we feel more enough and we feel more enough because we're starting that cycle as well. There's so many parts of this poem Yeah, and I have I have at least one more like pretty big nugget actually that I I'd want to share and then expand on, and it's about perturbation, and it's um it, and the way that it was taught to me it's one of the laws of thermodynamics and but John what I'm thinking is that this is probably a really good place at which for us to wrap up today's episode. And let's continue the conversation and take this a little bit deeper. What do you think? Love that. I'm always down for more conversations with Sheila. All right. So thank you guys for dropping in and we'll see you soon. Thank you, friends, for stopping by and sharing today's conversation. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave some comments about what you enjoyed about it and what kinds of conversations you're looking forward to sharing with us or having us share with you in the future. Also, be sure to stop by John's podcast, Perspective Maintenance. Also, if you'll hop on to www.conversationswithsheila.com, you can also find a copy of my book, Kaleidoscope Life, No Longer Afraid of the Dark, Poetry, Art, and Journaling for Self-Reflection and Discovery. It's a, a collection of 50 of the poems that I've written in the last um, year and a half, as well as journal prompts and some of my story and uh, some coloring opportunities for like meditation and for just mindfulness. 
So I hope that you will um, avail yourselves of some of those resources that are available. And if you would, please not only give us a great rating on your favorite podcast platform and review the podcast, but share with your friends. That is the, the most uh, supportive, kind, encouraging thing that you could possibly do. Share it on your social media platforms. And um, we would love to spread the community, develop the community and spread the love and extend the conversations. Also, um, you can, through those links, uh, through the internet links, you can also get to the Facebook groups and the, our Instagram channels and all of those ways. We look forward to continuing the conversation. Namaste.